The following episode of TOEFOP is rated MA for mature audiences. It may contain sexual references, time travel references, allegations of bin misconduct, and mild coarse language. TOEFOP advises that this episode is not suitable for anyone under the age of 15 or anyone who thinks a comedy conversation between two old mates sounds like a terrible idea for a show. Minors must be accompanied by a parent or guardian. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Tofop's mid-year break. I'm Charlie Clawson, and yes, Will and I are taking a couple of weeks off from Tofop just to recharge the podcasting batteries, or recharge, I can never get that right. Um, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out on great Tofop content. If you go to tofop.com, you'll find that Willosophy and Two Guys, One Cup and Fofop are all still coming out on a weekly basis, and Tofop will be back before you know it. In the meantime, Podcast Mike has put together this rather excellent best of episode concerning our favourite storyline from the last 12 months, the biggest horse in all of Norway. And if you haven't heard this story before, well, strap yourselves in. It has some twists and turns. Uh, if you want to support the show, the best way to do that is to go to patreon.com slash tofop or patreon.com slash philosophy. Heaps of bonus content at the Tofop one and heaps of early episode releases at the Willosophy one. And one last plug, we're doing our first ever live show in four years in Melbourne in November. I believe it's November 7th at the Palais Theatre as part of the Great Australian Podcast Festival. So tickets are selling pretty fast, but if you want to get in, go to thegreataustralianpodcastfestival.com.au or click the link in the episode description below. But now... Without any further ado, here is the story of the biggest horse in all of Norway. This is from Elias, contender for the most macho listener. Hi, Will and Charlie. At the time of writing this, I am just 17 years old, Ooh. but I still think I am one of, your, one of the macho listeners. Yep. I grew up in a farm in Norway. I grew up in a farm in Norway. Oh. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Will Ferrell did it. <laughs> and as Will uh, and as Will will know, it's hard growing up on a farm. Yeah. It forces you to be macho. I mean, I actually think you know we spoke a few episodes ago about my country accent coming back. Yeah. I do think some of I must have picked some stuff up in the first 17 years of my life and yeah, of some course. of those things are actually starting to Festa. <laughs> yeah, like, like a kombucha culture. <laughs> At age one, my father almost cut my finger off, leaving me with a very ugly and macho scar on my hand. Okay. When I turned eight, I'd been beaten up by a cow. I watched my sister being born, and I'd been kicked by the biggest horse in all of Norway. <laughs> Shut up. It's 100% what he said. Well, you know what? He got beaten up by a cow and kicked by the largest horse in Norway. Like, firstly, <laughs> do you know what the largest horse in Australia is? That is, is that a thing that people know? What no. the largest horse in a country is? Have you ever, like, heard any talk about large wasn't horses? Wasn't there, a, wasn't there, a, like, a meme or something going in last year that was, uh, that was like, oh, this is the biggest bull in the world, and then Australia said, ah, oh, no, this is our bull, and then. Yeah, but I've never seen that for horses. No. I've never seen people go, this is... Maybe in Norway, it's like a... So they rushed him to the hospital and then the father's saying to the doctor, you got to help him. He's been kicked by a horse. <laughs> what horse? The biggest it horse in Norway. In all of Look, Norway. It's a big shoe print that covers his entire torso. <laughs> Unlucky. <laughs> uh, when I hit my early teens, I had saved my brother's life multiple times. Okay, all right. I saved him from a mad bull, taking the beating for him and saving him from a venomous <laughs> snake bite by sucking the venom out of his leg and carrying him on my back many miles. And I told my parents that it was his leg forevermore. <laughs> um, so here's what I'm going to say. So he's also been beaten up by a bull. So he's been beaten up by a cow. Yeah, he's been beaten up by a bull. And a horse. And he's been kicked by the... Quadrupeds do not like him. Not just the horse, Charlie. <laughs> the <laughs> biggest horse. Biggest horse in Norway. All of Norway. <laughs> Keep up the great work and much love from your Norwegian friends, Elias. Elias. If this is true... If it's true... I don't know. You are, you are a fucking are suddenly, 100%. 100%. That's amazing. 
Kicked by the largest <laughs> biggest horse in Norway. I can't get past that. All of Norway. That's fucking amazing. I hope he's not lying because that is what a story. I'm gonna, <laughs> you know what I'm going to Google? The biggest, <laughs> the horse, the in biggest horse in Norway. And any like, well, he said he's only 17. So you got to imagine. Maybe a news article about it. He's saying, boy survives kicking by largest horse in Norway. Biggest horse in Norway. Okay. All right. So what is, what comes up? Um, no, there's nothing. Nothing uh, in the news? Nothing in the news. Um, okay. The world's biggest horse stood. How big do you think no, the world's biggest horse was? I don't was? know. 12 hands. I don't you measure them in hands or something. <laughs> well done. Um, 21.2 and a half hands. But the fact that you knew it was even hands, <laughs> I'm giving you points for. Okay. Uh, which is in centimetres. What do you think that is? 10 centimetres? <laughs> what is how big is the world's biggest horse in centimeters? Oh, right. <laughs> Ten <idiot>. centimeters. <laughs> uh, in centimeters. So let's see. Like a really tall person is two meters. Yeah. So I'd say just under two meters. One uh, one point nine. So there is a footballer called Two Meter Peter. All right. And. He is one of the tallest players, if not the tallest player. I think Mason Cox is taller than him, but there's, he's one of the tallest players in the AFL. So to give you a bit of an idea of now you've got to imagine a horse. It's Could tallest. a horse be as big as two-meter Peter? So from hoof to buttock or whatever, it's back. Well, no, I think it's in height. That's what I mean, though, like from the leg to the back I, of their hook. I would imagine it was from the ears to the oh. hook. Oh, I don't know, actually. What would be height of a horse? It would be from the ground to the... Yeah, from the ground to the top of their head, though, right? Oh, top of the head, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 2.5. No, 2.9. <laughs> How big's a head? 220 centimetres. So 2.2. 2.2 yeah, metres. There you go. But that, is that the biggest horse or that's an average horse? No, that's the biggest horse in the world. No, oh, it's not that impressive, Eric. <laughs> Elias. <laughs> Last week, Elias from Norway wrote to us and uh, told us about being kicked by the biggest horse in Norway. The biggest horse in all of Norway. Got a lot of chatter on the internet. This a lot week. of chatter. A lot of conversations around the relative size of horses in Norway. <laughs> yes. That's what I got a lot of. I got a lot of people going, horses in Norway aren't even that big. I'm like, what a thing to A, know and be a thing to shit on out of a podcast. Like, we rarely get complaints about the podcast, apart from, you know, the sound quality and the way we speak. But other than that... <laughs> and our lack of manliness. And How unmatcho we, we are. respond to our mail. But other than those main complaints... You're missing the most important... I saw that tweet. That yeah. tweet well, I got was... several tweets along that thing. Well, a couple of Instagram messages. But that also. one specifically yeah. was from a guy from Sweden. And we had inadvertently triggered a Scandinavian war of words. Oh. Because... He was saying, like, bloody Danes with their tiny horses and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, oh. Sweden's where it's at. And then an Aussie chimed in. It was like, bloody Sweden, you know, come down to Australia. We've got poisons, poisonous snakes and blah, blah, blah. Swede guy then responds with, all Norwegians are poisonous snakes. And I'm all like, Norwegians. <laughs> have we got involved in some sort of race war? war. Yeah, race war. It's yeah. a race war. Yeah. All, if you say all Norwegians are like poisonous snakes. Well, isn't that violate Twitter's terms of like harassment? Isn't, isn't that targeted? Speech. Targeted harassment. Targeted hate speech. <laughs> Based on, you'd have to at least have one of those. Uh, this has been disputed. Yeah, this <laughs> Norwegians are not poisonous snakes. <laughs> I have a poisonous snake in my office right now with a Norwegian accent. <laughs> and a piece of wood, Norwegian wood. And he is <laughs> making a very good point. Now, um, uh, the good news is Elias has written back. And I, uh, hopefully, I haven't read ahead with this, but hopefully we're going to get some clarity around this, uh, this horse. So well, what, what we want to know is if he was indeed, firstly, actually kicked by the biggest horse in Norway. Because we weren't even sure whether that was an exaggeration of a pre-existing story. Actually, right? be before we get to that, let's get to this uh, email from Tim. Okay. Uh, who is talking about Norway's biggest horse. Okay, of course, great. that's the subject line. Because it's interesting. He says, like, hey, boys, I couldn't resist a quick Google after listening to the Macho Norwegian story. And I reckon the line about Norway's biggest horse may not refer... Uh, may not refer to the one and only biggest of all time horse in Norway, but instead to the biggest of all the Nor Norwegian horse breeds, the Dole. 
The heaviest dolls, uh, the heaviest of the dolls' breeds of Norwegian horses is known as the Gust. Oh fuck! I'm going to fuck this up. Gudbrand, Gudbrandstaten. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, poisonous snakes. <laughs> Good Barton started or something like that. Good Barton started. <laughs> Good Barton started. That sounds. Let racist. me let me yeah, let me. That sounds like a made-up racist person going. Good Barton started. I'm going to break it down into syllables. Okay, good. good brand Stalin. Good brand Stalin. Good brand Stalin. Good, Stalin. Good, Stalin. Good, good brand. brand Stalin. Good brand. Strong brand Stalin. People will remember you in hundreds of years. Good brand Stalin, which means the valley of God's, uh, the valley of God's sword, or something similar. Okay. And so he's given us a link to this horse to have a look at it. So we can probably take a look. Some globetrotting.com.au. Literally trotting. So that's a Norwegian. That's the biggest breed of horse in Norway. It's a magnificent looking I admire its animal. mullet. <laughs> yeah. Like that horse has a proper mullet. Did you think it was going to have a blonde mane? I mean, the fact that a Norwegian horse has a brunette mane, that threw me off. Well, it is... Uh, yeah, I guess... It I'm, looks like Jason Momoa. <laughs> it's it the Jason Momoa of horses. If Jason Momoa was in some sort of CGI animated film... And you were like voiced by Jason Momoa. That's what the biggest horse in Norway. Do you reckon Jason Momoa would do a Norwegian accent? No. Okay. No. Jason Momoa does his surfer bro. He'd be like, my man. <laughs> my man. Get me some hay. My man. <laughs> <laughs> Block of sugar. My man. I'm from Norway. My man. He'd throw up a shaka with Radical. his horse. <laughs> okay. So the doll's the largest of Norway's four native horse breeds. It originated okay. in the Good Brand style and uh, Good Brand style valley of east of Norway. And while organized breeding only began in the 19th century, the breed itself is thought to date back to blah, 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 blah. You know what I like so far about this? We haven't even got to Elias's letter. Yeah. But Elias is now going to have to write to us again next week to just say how close you got to any of those. <laughs> oh, no, don't. Please don't. So it's a heavy, cold-blooded horse. But it is amongst the smallest of all the cold-blooded breeds. So it is the biggest of the Norwegians, but the smallest of the cold-blooded. Now, that must be... That's not a literal term. They're not like reptiles, are they? Because all Norwegians are. Boys, <laughs> <laughs> Even their fucking horses, mate. Even their horses are just giant fucking snakes dressed up as a horse. Uh, because of their of their size, they are agile as well as fast and strong. They've been used for a variety of tasks and disciplines, race, uh, va- uh, ranging from harness racing to heavy draft work. Being a workhorse and a carriage horse, it was selectively bred for both elegance and smooth ground-covering paces, both for refinement and substance. It's sounding to me like a um, Clydesdale. It sounds like Norway's Clydesdale. Feels a little more graceful than a Clydesdale to me. You think? Yeah. All right, let's get back to Elias's letter. More info on the biggest horse in Norway. Thank you. Hi again, Will and Charlie. I just need to open with that. Everything in my last email was 100% true. It's good to know. I feel better about that because imagine if it had been some kind of Sasha Baron Cohen Stunt. <laughs> like, the clue was in my name, Elias. Yeah. It was a lie. He lies. My horse. <laughs> <laughs> you should have known. My wife, my horse. <laughs> now that's out of the way. Here's some details on the horse situation. My father is the proud owner of the biggest horse in the <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. No. It weighs 1,400 kilos and is enormous. It is still alive, so I can probably get you some pictures. Yes, please. 100%. I can't believe you have not included the pictures with this email. Its name is Boulder. Not Boulder as in the rock, as in B-A-L-D-E-R. Do you know what that's named after? Boulder? Uh, some some other horse that wasn't quite as bold. <laughs> It's a Norse god. Okay. Let's quickly just... Boulder. What is Boulder the Norse god of? I'm going to find out. Boulder Dash. Do you reckon that's where that comes from? So how is it spelt, Boulder? Well, he spelt it B-A-L-D-E-R, but according to Wikipedia, it's B-A-L-D-R. Okay. But it's sometimes spelled Boulder as well. Yeah, that's his app. Boulder. (laughs) Finds other giant horses to have sex with. Let's you know when there's another giant horse within five kilometers. Boulder is a Norse god and the son of Odin and the goddess of Frigg. <laughs> Frigg. Frigg. Friggin' hell. That's where that comes from. Yeah, right. He has numerous brothers such as Thor and Vali. Do you need to get up? No, it's fine. Okay. It wasn't a light. Okay. I've dropped something that wasn't a light. It's fine. Uh, okay. 
During the 12th century, Danish accounts by uh, Saxo Grammaticus and other Danish Latin chroniclers recorded an account of his story. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, so, what was this fellow's name? Saxo Glad. What is it? It's a pretty good name. Yeah. Saxo Grammaticus. Saxo Grammaticus. <laughs> it sounds like he's from Asterix, right? He's exactly. like a librarian in and Asterix. And I am Saxo Grammaticus. <laughs> and Grammaticus. this is my brother, Clarinetto Grammaticus. <laughs> <laughs> From the Woodwind family. Uh, the Old Norse god, Balder, uh, probably stemmed, his name probably stems from the Proto-Germanic hero or prince of Old Norse language. Okay. Um, da, 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 that's just about his name. It doesn't really say much about his personality. Okay. Balder. He's, uh, he's in mythology. We know that. God, there's a lot of stuff about how, where he appears, but no description of his personality types. Ironically, quite shy. Yeah. Very reclusive, Boulder. Huh. There's really not much about his personality. Okay. All right, let's get back to Elias's letter. Yeah. Okay. It's named Boulder after the Norse god. <clears throat> How I got kicked. I had my mate. Do you say mate in Norway? Or are you just like colloquializing for our benefit? I think he might be colloquial. Colloquializing? Kualikakizing? Colloquializing? Colloquializing. Colloquializing. That's my specific. Colloquializing. You might specific. Oh, God. My specificity is colloquializing. I cannot say that. I can't say specific. Colloquializing? Colloquializing. Colloquializing. Oh, boy. I had my mate from the city over for a visit. He told me he was afraid of horses. <laughs> so I, of course, took him over to the biggest one to show him that the horse was my friend yeah. and there was no reason to be afraid. Great. And to brag about my dad having the biggest horse in Norway. I would bring it up at any possibility. Anyway, the horse must have been in a bad mood because when I walked over it to give it some grass, it kicked me in the back. I was launched into the ground, hitting my head pretty hard, leaving me with some very oddly uh, with some with a very oddly shaped back of my head. My mother luckily found me, and unlike my father, rushed me to the hospital. I luckily had just broken bone a bone and gotten a concussion. When, which bone do you reckon you broke? Back, I oh, kicked in the back, so probably like a rib or something like that. You reckon? Maybe. To quote the doctor, you could have died. <laughs> If you still don't believe me, I will get a picture of the horse and some of my scars and a red guitar solo. <laughs> I do believe you, but I still want yeah. all of those three things. Send that all through. By the way, we also have a very small horse. <laughs> <laughs> Love from your Norwegian friend, which, Elias. Which we mock relentlessly. <laughs> we take it and we put it next to the boulder and go, look at you, pebble. That's how they pitched a movie. They went into Disney with the big horse and little horse, oh, and they said, twins. twins. <laughs> These horses are twins. Can I... Okay. They're going to voice one of them with Jason Momoa. Here's what I love. He's his mum found him, yeah. right? So that means the mate. I'm very interested in the mate because the mate is terrified of horses. And then Elias is like, I'll prove my mate wrong. I'll go down, show him the biggest horse he's ever seen. So he's already traumatized this kid who's afraid of horses. And then you show him the biggest horse you've ever seen. Not just the biggest horse he's ever seen. The biggest horse in all of Norway. And then suddenly that big horse kicks Elias in the back, like in the back of his head, in the back. In the back. He, he gets a concussion. Head. He hits his head. What happened to the mate? Shat his pants. Like literally, his greatest fear has come true. His greatest fear. Essentially, Elias led a friend. This is like the start of a Stephen King fucking film. Yeah. Do you think he's done? I'm interested in his story. Or is it? Isn't there like a a, a treatment that people do with phobias, where it's like exposure therapy, where yeah. you're meant to kind of like show oh. them that thing that they're afraid of, and then they get over it? Maybe it was just a shortcut to get his friend and over now it. Now he's Norway's greatest jockey. <laughs> He's Norway's man from Snowy River. He's the man from Boulder River. <laughs> Elias. You remember okay. Elias? Oh, Elias, of course. From he, the, uh, of the uh, 12. The largest horse in all of Norway. Kicked by the biggest horse in all of Norway. Uh, hi again, Will and Charlie. Great to finally have you back in my ear holes. Doing a Finding Drago style show about finding the horse would not be a great idea because the biggest horse in Norway died over the Christmas break. What a bummer. Well, you know what that actually means, though. Exhume the body. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Firstly. 
How? Yeah. How did the horse die? This might be the mystery. Is yeah, there any right. details? Uh, Murdered? No, no. By the second biggest horse in all <laughs> That's it's you know like it's always the husband or the partner that is the main suspect. Yeah. If the if it was a rival horse. If the biggest horse in all of Norway dies, I immediately point the finger at the second biggest horse in all of Norway. Well, he says we still have huge horses yeah. but not prize winning big. Mm-hmm. But it could very well be the fattest horse in Norway. If you want me to make Finding Elias, I will cooperate. Um, that's a bummer about the biggest horse in all of Norway. That's really... We barely, we we barely, barely had time ye. to love the biggest horse in all of Norway before the biggest horse in Does all of Norway Does he get sent was... to the biggest glue factory yeah. in all of Norway? I mean, this is one of those things too, though, if you were sus on Elias' story, yeah. where you'd suddenly be like... Hang on, what happened to your girlfriend Show us in the Canada? bones, Elias. Yeah, dig up, I will not believe it. If we dig up these bones and these are not big bones. Yeah. Well, how do we... I mean, it's a, you're right. Like, we cannot possibly verify this now. Yeah. So, Elias, you're going to have to come up... Elias killed the biggest horse in all of Norway. He's like, oh, shit, they're onto me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Daisy. <laughs> I mean, what what could he do now? Like, so what, what do they do with, with dead horses? Do they bury them, burn them? Bury them, I believe. We've got a horse buried in our in our paddock down here. So it must be a fairly big hole, right? For the biggest horse in all of Norway. Yeah, I'd imagine. You have to so. put it more than six feet under. I can't imagine that you do. In fact, well, the horse that is buried was it was not our horse, and I think it was actually a donkey that it might have been. But there's a kind of a big mound, and like they've you know planted a sort of you know grave because it was a loved you know sort of you know pet, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know with horses what they would. I mean, I imagine ordinarily they probably make them dog food. Yeah, they? I was going to say send them to the glue factory, as they say. You know, like but yeah, dog food, that sort of stuff. You're going to see the. I mean, a lot of well-fed, well-fed dogs. dogs in Norway. Exactly, <laughs> big big day for Norwegian dogs. But yeah. that does mean that there is now officially a new biggest, biggest horse. horse in all of Norway. Well, that's well, fuck. That's content. so Elias. Your yesterday's news. Yes, we yeah, need mate. to find. I want to find out who is now the reigning biggest horse in all of Norway. If anybody has any information on that, I would like that. You and I could be podcasting in heaven with the world's biggest horse. I just, yeah. Well, are you assuming that the world's biggest horse went to heaven? Oh, you think it went to hell? <laughs> it's not an earthquake. That's the biggest horse Kicked in Norway. Elias in the head once. Like, I don't know. You're fucking right. It went to hell. Elias, you still haven't told us how the horse died. Mm. Like, I'd like to know. And where is it buried? And can we find it? If this listener wants to go and get photos, would you be cool with that? Like, make it a tourist destination. Do we want to zoom the corpse? <laughs> <laughs> Dig up those bones? <laughs> I mean, is that... That's probably too much, right? That's too much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but one day in the future... Once when, it's... When they are putting together the Bill and Ted style, when they're putting together the, you know, Tofop University because... Uh, the power of our podcasting has changed the world and they're recreating various moments from the Tofop universe they like in this the museum bones, they then. can dig up the bones of the biggest horse in all of Norway and kind of reconstruct them the dinosaur the style <laughs> like in the, like Jurassic the, Park like in the front when the biggest horse in Norway ruled the earth oh yeah I've limited my expectations I thought it was like museum style but yeah no it's an interactive we get the DNA style. of the biggest horse in all of Norway, Norway and create a and park of horses it. and you can go and ride. And ride. Not just the one. biggest horse in all of Norway. But then we get too arrogant. We try and take the DNA of like a chameleon and a bat and a dragon and mix it with a horse to create like a super horse, biggest horse in all of Norway. Well, the, yeah, that's our ambition. No, the army come and they're like... <laughs> um, weaponize <laughs> we can, that giant horse. We can weapon it with like, what we've always wanted in the army was slightly bigger horses. <laughs> <laughs> To Colin Fop, hey guys, Nina here. Not the first time I've written in. I asked you once, about, once upon a time about Max Headroom. Well, that sounds like very much <laughs> in our territory. Anyway, I've been loving the Norwegian narrative of Elias and the biggest horse in Norway. Uh, quick recap, Elias was a listener who was kicked by the biggest horse in Norway, which led to the uh, creation of the Tofop 12. He also followed up by sending us a video of a giant water slide his brothers had built on his farm in Norway. If you want to see that, I've done a reaction video on our Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Tofop. Whilst born and bred in Sydney, very uh, close to where you boys recently resided, I am actually proudly half Norwegian, thanks to my mother. Her mother was one of 12, 
And last June, well, well just don't brush past that. One at 12. I know. I had your own toe flop 12. <laughs> and actually 12. <laughs> <laughs> One of 12, and last June, Midsummer's Eve, my Norwegian extended family had planned a family reunion in Norway on the west coast of Christiansund. Christiansund or Sund. Christiansund. Christiansund. And then COVID ruined it all. I've been to Norway a few times and I've contact with quite a few of my family, but I feel I now have a purpose when international travel does resume, as we'll be going at some point. So I feel, I feel it is my duty to find the elusive Elias and what must surely be the biggest grave in all of Norway. Oh, yeah, good point. Take a shovel. A little (laughs) postscript to those who need a recap. Uh, The biggest horse in Norway that kicked Elias, it started this whole thing. Yeah. Died. I am sorry because we often say to people, if you're a new listener to the show, jump in with the new episodes and then go backwards and stop listening when you feel uncomfortable. But um, for for an arc like this, I'm sorry you've jumped in at the point that you know that the biggest horse in all of Norway is now no longer with us, has gone to the biggest Big stable in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear it thundering in Norway, <laughs> it's, it's not it's, it's not, not thunder. thunder. That's the sound of the <laughs> biggest horse in all of Norway galloping through the clouds. <laughs> we still don't know the name. I want to go to the tomb of the unknown biggest horse in all of Norway. <laughs> no, didn't have a name. Never had a name. Um... So I uh, should like to go to the biggest grave in all of Norway, which would house the biggest horse, uh, or maybe he's buried under the biggest water slide in all of Norway. But one thing's certain, they have the tiniest swimming pools. Oh. Now, I don't know if that's a uh, comment on the on the video, mm. because they land in a pool from the water okay. slide, but right. maybe it's some dig. Maybe it's a Norwegian in-joke. Mm. You've got a tiny water slide, Sven. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a meme to me. I will start to do my research and ask my extended family if they know the biggest horse in Norway will keep you posted. Perhaps we need to start the Norwegian Podcast Festival. That would certainly give the Dum Dum Club's Kosamui Podcast Festival a run for their money. Take care, guys. Mate, I haven't travelled internationally in so long. I will do a podcast. If you guys want to set up a podcast for us in Norway, a podcast festival, we'll go. We'll do it on the grave of the biggest horse. Or is that in bad taste? I feel like it's something you should have run by me before you <laughs> <do> certainly. <laughs> All right. We'll do a festival in Norway with the biggest slide. How about that? So people can be sliding and partying and stuff while we're doing our podcast. Or do you want them listening? Well, that would be pretty weird to just be talking on loudspeakers <laughs> while a bunch of Nord- drunk Norwegians are going down a water slide. What do you think is more likely, that we could get the Norwegians to listen to us or that we, <laughs> can, just, that we can just get them to go on the slides and we do our thing? Because I think it's the latter, not the former. <laughs> I didn't even think that through. <laughs> English is not the first language and where they're talking about. Also, fucking... at the moment, we know we have one listener in all of Norway <laughs> and one person who may at some stage in the future visit Norway. She so, offered. Yeah, but she's not even there. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a brave offer for someone who doesn't even know if they can leave the country. You haven't seen the video, but... I, I say Norway, Jose. <laughs> Elias's brothers gathered quite a crowd for the biggest water I slide. I haven't seen it yet, no. Like, it was, I would say... Maybe 300 people there. So that's like, we've had 300 to a live TOEFOP before. I'd be okay with that. In Norway? Yeah, no, I'm saying, but we have an in with Elias. Elias needs to prove to his brothers that he's just as macho as they are. Sure, guys, you built the biggest slide in all Norway. I'm going to build the biggest podcast festival in all of Norway. How's that for macho? Yeah, but... We haven't even hit up Elias. <laughs> this is independent of Elias, this suggestion. Yeah, but we... This is, this, saying, what's his name of this correspondent? Uh, this is uh, Nikki. Nikki. Nikki has suddenly said, I'm going to... Oh, no, so that's not Nikki. I don't know. I deleted it. Okay. <laughs> well, the, uh, the unknown <laughs> correspondent. <laughs> uh, Will, there's a letter here from a guy you might know. His name's Elias. Uh, hi, Will and Charlie. I am 100% on board with you guys coming to Norway to do your podcast. There you go. People want live shows. The first one's going to be in Norway. He's on board. But I, my, my problem, I think, when I raised this, well, when you raised this originally, the idea of us going there for a podcast festival, my issue was not that Elias would listen. My issue was that people other than Elias would listen. Uh, well, Elias continues that it's actually his dad's main income now, having events at the farm. He has weddings and birthdays, etc. 
Um, so let's bankrupt that motherfucker by having a podcast festival that no one attends. Uh, Elias says, and the other listeners are also welcome. Or the other listener is also welcome. You fucking smart ass, Elias. Yeah. I misread that. No, no, I think that Elias is honest. <laughs> Uh, I think he's talking about our Norwegian-Australian listener from last week who's yes. offering to go dig up the bones of uh, the biggest horse in Norway, which we have some more information on, Will, about the horse. I was talking with my dad about it, and it turns out I misunderstood him. Oh. It was the horse's fat brother that had died. Oh. So the biggest horse in Norway still is still alive. Are you serious? <laughs> and you can come it's see him. One of him. the greatest comebacks of all time. But we had that amazing artwork made by James Fosdyke. <laughs> He's risen from hell. The resurrection He's of the biggest back. horse in Norway. I'm going to start worshipping this horse. <laughs> <laughs> He's risen from the dead. This is... The Praise th- him, he is risen. <laughs> he is risen. Lo. Who do you worship? The biggest horse, horse in, in all of, of Norway. Norway. Didn't you hear he died and then a week later rose from the dead? Are you I'll sure? I'll start finishing philosophy <laughs> episodes when I'm asking people what happens when we die. And then I'll be like, well, can I interest you in a story about the biggest horse in all of Norway? <laughs> in the name of the father, the son, and the biggest horse, horse in all of Norway. <laughs> in the name of the father, the fat brother, and the biggest horse in all of Norway. Uh, Elias says he's getting old. But my dad uh, reckons he's got a few good years left. And okay. that's fucking... We, there were tears rolling down the faces of TOEFOP listeners all around the world at the news. This is an amazing twist. <laughs> I did not see this coming. That the, like, gone too soon was what I was thinking about the biggest... Yeah, we, we hardly we just, knew you. We just got to know the biggest... You know what? It's actually made me better with the horses here where I live. So we yeah, have two right. horses. They're adjustment horses. So they belong to somebody else, but they live in our paddock. And uh, I've been left with a responsibility at the moment to feed them some hay. Not a big responsibility, by the way, but just that's my responsibility. I'm not normally the horse person. Amy handles the horses or the owners of the horses will just come over and, you know, do what they need to do, right? They're stables. They can all just happen by itself. But I'm in charge. At yep. the moment. And normally I'm a bit nervous around the horses, but I've been enjoying my horse time. And I honestly... Peace be with you. <laughs> do you say to the horse, you raise your hoof? Well, I think it has to do with the biggest horse in all of Norway. Yeah. I honestly think when I've been communing with these horses during the week, there's been this aspect of me going, I wasn't paying attention to these horses. And what if they, like the biggest horse in all of Norway, were you know, suddenly not here anymore? would I know enough about them to miss them properly? And yeah. so in this last week, I've really been forming a bond with these horses that has been totally inspired by my new Messiah and the person that I will follow forever and more, the biggest horse in all of Norway. So we still don't know his name, the nameless. He who shall not be named. You, yeah, well, that's what... Because it's not, yeah. not, not like Harry Potter in and that it's so evil. Call him Yewa. <laughs> Yahweh. 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 They wanted to call him Yahweh, but there was a... Copyright infringement. Copyright infringement issue, and it turns out the church have a lot of money. Uh, so we still don't know the horse's name, but Elias says we could put a great event at the farm. I know some local punk and, uh, punk and metal bands that could come play. I'm starting to love this festival because now... It's a festival that combines people who are interested in seeing the biggest horses of Norway, <laughs> punk bands, or an Australian podcast. This is suddenly it's quite, quite an interesting event. Uh, people could see the horse and get a tour around the farm and the water, sl- water slide, of course. It would be great. Oh, the water slide? I, yeah. I, the sun, oh no. You were like poo-pooing this idea last week. Now you're on board. Well, now that I can see there's four stages, you can come and see a bit of the podcast you can go and see the biggest horse. Maybe we can interview the biggest horse on the podcast. Maybe someone can go down the water slide. They can come be interviewed on the podcast. Someone can ride the biggest horse. They can come and like say what it was like to ride the biggest horse. Maybe we could get on the biggest horse. <laughs> do, the show do the show from on the, the biggest horse in all the of the biggest horse. That'd be amazing. Oh yeah, that'd be great. So what do we call the festival? Um, laugh till your horse. Oh, that's actually not too bad. I'm feeling a little horse. Horsepalooza? <laughs> the big horse out. Horse cella? <laughs> All right, we'll think of maybe if you've got a great name for our horse festival, yes. why don't you message us? Why don't our you horse slash water slide, slide slash, slash punk, punk music, music slash podcast festival. 
there's one last uh, bit of mail here, Will, which is a, a bit involved. So why don't we palm this over to our uh, our, our Patreon? What are you laughing at? Oh I'm laughing at the idea that there is a small part of us that is like, maybe we could do this. I'm thinking we could. Like, if the borders opened up, if, if, if there was no COVID, which, you know, as we've hey discussed, guys, there is. going on your first trip overseas? Norway. Norway. To do what? Why? See, the biggest horse, the biggest water slide, and uh, the punkiest punk bands in all of Norway. We're going to do a podcast. If you're a producer who comes up with something that is franchisable or universe buildable. You're just like, man, I'm gonna I'm just gonna slam the shit out of it. It's like Highlander. Remember it's like the Highlander TV series and the Highlander comic books and the Highlander novelizations. It's like if you can come up with a mythology, you can then milk it in all these different Well forms. let's come up with a mythology then. What are the key characteristics of a good mythology? Um, powers. Like there's got to be sort of like a, I mean if we're talking fantasy yeah. mythology, let's right? let's invent a fantasy mythology character. Well, why don't we start? Why don't why don't we start with the obvious? Why don't we start with the biggest horse in all okay. of Norway? Why don't we build mythology around the biggest horse in all of Norway? Uh, defies death. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> defies death is a good one for uh, your mythology. I will say that. Um, um, has a overweight brother that we can imbue with some kind of. Jealousy, some kind of Loki style um, rivalry with his with his overweight. Oh yeah, brother. I like that. I, I was actually I, w- I thought it was going to be like like comic relief, like a Tommy Boy style relationship. But you're right. Uh. <laughs> I guess I guess like more a sort of combative. You know, he's the maybe he's the the yeah the big the fattest horse in all of Norway has always been jealous of the biggest horse, and maybe it's like sort of that opulent uh, jab of the heart. You know, King Henry style. You know, like corpulence. Well, if it was a kind of Shakespearean thing, there'd be some kind of um, there is a throne or a, a crown or something at stake. You know, the biggest horse in all of Norway wants to be well is known as the biggest horse, whereas the fattest horse in all of Norway is like, I want to be the most famous horse in all of Norway. That's that's the mythology around. <laughs> it's like two rivals. One's the biggest. One's the fattest. I mean, can the biggest can the fattest horse in all of Norway technically also be the biggest? Just could be the widest horse yeah. in all of well, Norway. Well, maybe that's why the fattest horse in all of Norway is like so mad because he's legitimately been body shamed his entire life. All he's wanted to do is be as big yeah. as his big brother who he actually admires, but he's always been in the shadow of. Right. And for a long time was literally in the shadow of. That'll be a good poster. And so you see him yeah. literally in the shadow of the biggest horse in all of Norway. And he's had to live his life in this shadow. And as he's got older, he's realized the only way he can gain his own power is to become big himself. He can't grow. So instead he's like, you know, grown, you know, outwards by consuming so much. What if you're like, you know how like Brad Pitt has that brother, yeah. Doug Pitt. And Patrick Swayze had that brother who was also an actor, Don Swayze. Like, what if the fattest horse in all of Norway was like that? Like they both started off with the same dreams, but one became, you know, an absolute superstar. Which they, is- they both they both went to big horse school together. They were both in the big horse program. They were identified early on as somebody who had a, um, a potential to be a, a big horse, and they were both. <laughs> In fact, when they were younger, everyone always thought the fattest horse was going to be the biggest horse. And then the biggest horse had a growth spurt of some kind and became the biggest horse. Or maybe, oh no, here's what you do. Mm. There was some contest. They were, um, what, do you, what do you call horses? Dressage horses or something, right? So they're competing mm. in some junior horse event. <laughs> and there was an accident. Like they're both jumping uh, a barrier or something like that. And the little brother of the biggest horse in all of Norway... You know, he, his hoof got caught and he fell over. But he's always blamed. He reckons the biggest horse in all Norway Aww. closed the gap on him. He boxed him in, Will, like pale-faced Adios. <laughs> like pale-faced Adios. <laughs> he boxed him in on the corner like pale-faced Adios. The biggest horse doesn't see it that way. He's like, mate, look, we were both competing. Our father, Rose's, you know, we'd get us up first thing every morning and make us run laps. So, look... We both had the same upbringing. I can't help it if, you know, I, I, was, I was stronger and faster than you. I'm sorry. I love you, my little brother, but you can't hold this grudge forever. What I'm hearing right now, Charlie, is a, 
cool and get a gold style scenario. <laughs> that's that's what this feels like. I've never it feels seen like, cool and get a gold. Oh, have you not? Because you've essentially just explained no, the entire plot of it. So except <laughs> it's about surf life saving, and so oh, yeah. the the younger brother is the one who eventually like wants to beat his older brother, who's like you know always been the star of the family, and he's always felt hard done by, and he eventually wins the cool and get a gold. So spoilers for the movie Cool and Get a Gold, but. Uh, it's essentially the scenario you're describing. So you know what the problem with this is? I am now now no longer on the side of the biggest horse in all of Norway. I am totally rooting for the fattest horse in all of Norway to be able to turn his life around and prove to his dad that he's worthy. Well, I guess it just depends on what genre we want to take this mythology in. Because if it's an action movie, then it has to be... I mean, he's got to be a villain. There can be some kind of redemption, some Loki-style redemption at mm. some point, and he'll get his own spin-off series. But in order for there to be conflict, he's got to be the antagonist. Or are you saying that it's an underdog story? It's like, you know, um, I keep... You say cool and get a gold, but all I can think of is the late show parody, The Bermagui Bronze, yeah. <laughs> which I've never seen cool and get a gold, but I've seen their sketch, Bermagui Bronze, and I feel like... Rob Sitch, yeah, you know, juice. yelling and getting, <laughs> getting dunked in buckets of water. It's kind of, uh, I feel like I know what it is. But you can, you can do that. You can sort of do it. It's either a sports biopic, which is the little guy overcoming the mm. odds. It's Rudy. It's Rocky. It's any of those kind of films. It's Air Bud. <laughs> <laughs> or it's an action movie where it's all a Shakespearean kind of thing where it's betrayal of brothers and destiny and, you know, uh, seizing the crown and all that kind of stuff. There, there is a third option, uh, which we're overlooking, which is buddy cop bad boy stuff. <laughs> like, so, so do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the biggest horse in all of Norway is Will Smith and, like, the, the fattest horse in all of Norway is Martin Lawrence. And you could bring that sort of energy to the table. Well, what about – did you ever see that film Warrior with Tom Hardy and, and Joel Edgerton? Oh, yes. Where they're two UFC fighters yes. who both had a shitty dad, alcoholic father, and one of them, you know, was damaged and went off to fight in wars. The other one's like a school teacher, and then they fight their way up. Maybe that's what it is. We've got to find also, out. Also, I loved the movie Warrior. I thought it was so cool, and Tom Hardy's amazing in it. Joel Edgerton's great in it. Tom Hardy, I saw, like, footage of him preparing, doing, like, heads like he would do headstands just using his head like do these weird anyway, well, how else are you gonna how else are you gonna do a headstand with well but just I mean, primarily like he, you just use your head That's he, he'd do dips like head dips or like what do we mean? he'd stand Explain. on he, he'd stand on his head and then take his hands away and then do kind of dips like what? just use on his neck what's that just using his so neck. yeah so imagine like me shrugging but imagine I'm just standing yeah. on my head and then I'm putting the whole weight of my body up and down, like just like balancing on my head. Is someone holding his legs? No, is, he's, he's just balancing. doing it. He's balancing on his head and then going up and down using his neck muscles. It's fucking insane. It's, wow. Yeah, anyway, so what I've realised now that you've said it out loud is that the reason I like the movie Warrior is that it had the exact same plot as the movie The Cool and Get a Gold. <laughs> <laughs> or the Bermagui bronze. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, all right. So I, I, I can see that. So let's say that because the biggest horse yeah. in all of Norway, and I'm just going off the amazing artwork that James has done. And if you haven't checked it out, just please go to our Redbubble page and buy yourself a bloody poster or a T-shirt. I've already ordered three because they're just they're, – it's, it's amazing. Like, Elias, you've done such a great job at inspiring not just the conversation but uh, James Vosdyke's artwork. But he's clearly like the Adonis. He is uh, the fettered upon, um, you know, uh, 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 favorite son. And then you have the fattest horse in all of Norway. Now, do you think it was just genetics? Like he was just the Doug Pitt to this guy's Brad Pitt? Or was there some kind of, I think it's more compelling if there's some kind of accident that the, the like in Warrior doesn't, the, the little brother, Tom Hardy, he blames Joel for not protecting him from their abusive father or something like that. There's some, yeah. there's some kind of lingering kind of conflict, right? Okay, so, yeah, okay. So there's been some incident when they're young. I like where you went with that. They're both, you know, best friends. They're both the biggest horses in all of Norway. You know, yeah. everything's going great for both of them. There's some sort of accident 
And then the biggest horse in all, in all, all of Norway, for no reason of his own, sorry, the second biggest, the fattest horse now in all of Norway, but at the time, gets involved, like has a drug addiction, like puts on weight yeah. because they can't exercise so much. Like, you know, it's yeah. it's like, it's all just like, there's a depression story. It's kind of gets really dark, I think. And you've got to have some kind of moment where, like if they were both elite horses, you mm. know, at the in, in the prologue, then you've got to have like rock bottom. So when we catch up to modern times and we see the fattest horse, he's exploiting himself. Like it's yeah. something humiliating where he's appearing in a circus or he's doing yeah. like pony rides at a kid's fair or something and yeah. kids are sticking yeah. ice creams in his face and yanking on his hair. It's just like it's humiliating. <laughs> He'll give you a hoof job for a bag of sugar. <laughs> Who would ask for a hoof job? Very brave. I mean, do you take the shoes off first? Or do you, I mean, you know what? I think keep the shoes on. I think a hoof job without the shoes might be a bit too sharp. Uh, yeah, all right. So, I mean, I went something a bit a bit more PG. You've gone straight into Boogie Nights territory where he's in an abandoned car park with some creepy older guy. Things, things got bad. Okay. You want to whip me? You want to whip me? But then the other thing too is he's got to see posters of the biggest horse of Norway yeah. everywhere because this the everywhere. biggest horse in Norway has endorsement deals. Mm. You know, he's uh, endorsement deals. They call them in the business. Endorsement in, in deals. He's um uh, he's done a duet with Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shake it off. Um, <laughs> and so he's haunted by that. Now there has to be an opportunity because in all these films there's some kind of contest in which he. So in Warrior, it's, uh, you know, it's the, the UFC tournament. In Cobra Kai, it's, you know, the chance to sort of like, you know, contest in the All Valley Karate again. So it's got to be something like that. So what would it be? Would it be a horse race? Because I don't know the biggest horse in Norway is, I'd say he's part, like he's beyond racing and doing dressage and stuff now. He's just like, he's a, he's like an established kind of elder statesman of the horse scene. So... What would it be? Yeah, I think like the biggest horse in all of Norway is more like, you know, Rod Laver coming out at, Ro at, La at Rod Laver Arena to present an award at okay. the tennis. It's not like Rod's, you know, still playing. Yeah. Like the stadium's named after you, Rod. You don't have to play against Roger Federer. You're just here to hand him a plate, you know what I mean? Okay, perfect. So in Norway, they're having their, you know, equestrian trials or whatever it is. And the biggest horse in Norway is their basically for publicity and you know he's a benefactor and you know everyone claps when he comes out you know he waves his hoofs around um unbeknownst to the biggest horse in all of norway his little brother has just had enough and has decided to enter this kind of like this equestrian trials or this dressage or whatever it is and you know we see like we have the montage of him sort of waking up first thing in the morning and you know, he coughs up a lung because he smoked a, smoked a pack of cigarettes the night before, but he gets out on the treadmill and starts like jogging, jogging or he goes for a run around the paddocks or whatever. And he enters and he's clearly overweight when he enters the dressage thing and people are laughing because like, you know, his saddle doesn't fit right and his like bridle's falling off and stuff. But he's got the skills. Like he never, you never lose though, that, that talent he had as a kid. And so... He advances through the first, you know, the first two trials of this equestrian competition. Then I reckon you have the first sort of conference. They haven't, they haven't been in the same scene yet. So the, the, the fattest horse is in the locker room after he's qualified and the biggest horse comes in and is like, little brother, it's, it's been a while. And he's like, listen, um, you know, what are you doing? Like, uh, if you're out to prove something, then, you know, uh, you're barking up the wrong tree. You've got nothing to prove. Like, you know, you're my brother and I love you, but... You know, you're going up against some of the best horses in all of Scandinavia here, and I'm just, I'm just worried for you. Like, look at you. You're out of shape. And the fattest horse is like, fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you. You were never there for the, me. Well, because here's the thing. I think that the fattest horse is dealing with a lot of stuff, you know? Like, he th blames his brother, but it's not really his brother's fault. He no. just blames his brother because his brother's living the life that he always wanted himself. His brother has nothing but love for for him but yeah. he just sees he's just like you know everything about his brother makes him feel bad about himself yeah it makes him a more compelling antagonist if the biggest horse in norway is actually not a bad guy like he yeah. genuinely wants the best for him but just by his pure existence he stands in the way 
of what the fattest horse wants. It's, and it's almost like the biggest horse has to resist getting into a conflict with his brother, but they're on this mm. inevitable collision course because something has to happen where uh, he gets to a point where the biggest horse in all of Norway has to put the saddle back on. He's got to get back out there. And it's going to be huge because now everyone's like, oh, my God, have you heard that the fattest and the biggest, they're getting back in the, in the arena for the first time in years. So what would it be, though? Like, what would, what would compel the biggest horse in Norway? It's got to be, there's got to be another character in here. Like, maybe, ah, oh, here we go. The biggest horse in Norway has a son who's competing in these competitions. And his uncle, the fattest horse in Norway, completely humiliates him, like destroys him in front of all these people, which gives the biggest horse in Norway impetus to enter, to avenge his son or to kind of rescue his son or win back kind of the pride of his family. Yeah, I don't mind that. But it's okay because I was like, how does the biggest horse get back in this game? Like what, what is the incentive for the biggest horse to fight his brother at some stage? But he has to fight his brother, doesn't he? Because this is not really a movie unless they fight. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I think, or, or, or you could go a different way, which is that the biggest horse, the fattest horse in Norway, he, uh, he sort of enters a competition, but he's misguided. Or if he's had like drug issues or behavioral issues, that's always the kind of demon on his shoulder. So even though he's advancing through these equestrian trials and stuff, heading towards the Olympics or whatever the, the, the finish line is, that there's always there's always that threat that he could destroy himself. So maybe if you want to make it a more kind of um, uh, uh, selfless motivation, the biggest horse wants to enter the competition to keep an eye on his little brother. Because he oh, knows, what about, he knows okay, what happens in these horse villages. You know, there's a, there's there's a, a lot party of tran- town there's, well. You know what? It's, there's tranquilizer all over the place. <laughs> K, Absolutely. like you wouldn't believe. K, like you wouldn't believe. And it's dealt out by medical professionals. It's part of the game. Uh, no, here's what I would I'd say. Can we introduce, just so that we can be on the side, because what I really want as a consumer is I want to be able to root for both the biggest and the fattest horse in all of Norway. What yeah. my end result here that I want is a family reunited. I don't want to see them have to go up against each other, right? Okay. So can we in- introduce the straw man villain character so that there's like some real play d- dirty horse that wants to take down and is going through and actually like, you know, crippling other horses, like, you know, like riding really dirty, like you know, all these dangerous tricks and whatever. And the biggest horse in all of Norway sees that uh, like his brother, the fattest horse yep. is on a collision course with this character and needs to step in going, he won't be able to beat him, but I can beat him in like the semifinals. So I'll go head to head. Then that villain character beats the biggest horse in all of Norway and it comes down to the fattest horse in all of Norway to, to, win. to win for the well, first how time about, on behalf of the family. So if you go back to the sort of the first act and you've got um, the fattest horse given hoof jobs mm. and he's approached by the villain to say, hey, look, your life has fallen to shit, but I'm going to get you back on the straight and narrow. I'm going to like train you up. There's an equestrian event coming up. I will get you back on your feet. So he presents yeah. as if he's going to help the fattest horse in the way out, but he has some sinister motivation, which the fattest horse doesn't see. The biggest horse sees, and he tries to tell his brother, this guy does not have your best interests in heart. But the fattest horse, just all he hears is a, a jealous brother. So it is incumbent on the biggest horse. <laughs> this is the dumbest podcast we have ever done, by the way. But it's incumbent on him to enter the competition in order to protect his brother. But then I think the rest of the plot can follow what you said. Then he gets defeated by the villain and then the fattest horse has to take on the villain. I mean, it's actually very similar to Warrior. Yeah. I think essentially if you're a play yeah. stroller, it's an into with a fat a horse and a big horse. <laughs> it's essentially what happens, right? Because the dad lets them both down and then they're forced to fight each other. And, you know, I don't know that we did much on mythology there, really. I mean, we basically just took a, a sports biopic and uh, <laughs> swapped out the human characters. 